The following program is an exclusive Disruption Networks production. Help the D make strides against breast cancer by donating to our Real Men Wear Pink page, maine.acsevents.org backslash Utica. It's important for us as a whole to help raise awareness, education, and do our part to help fight this horrible disease. The Disruption team will be raising funds at upcoming events and all our daily programming. Please support our cause by donating a few dollars to our Real Men Wear Pink page. To learn more, visit maine.acsevents.org backslash Utica or follow the donation link on our Facebook page. Help the D, save the bees, and put an end to breast cancer. Thank you for your service. You're welcome. A comedy benefit show for our veterans. In support of the Central New York Veterans Outreach Center, on November 10th at Wakely, 700 Varick Street, Utica, join Disruption Network as they team up with 92.7 FM The Drive for this night of laughter. The evening will be hosted by Genesee Joe from The Drive. Performances by Mike Ciccone, Paul Kozlowski, Cortland Kluse, Mike Pelleggi, and DJ Ease One. Admission is by donation only. Please bring clothes, socks, gloves, non-perishable food items, or a small monetary donation. All donations will go to the Central New York Veterans Outreach Center. Saturday, November 10th at Wakeley's on Varick Street. Doors open at 7 p.m. Show starts at 8 p.m. Thank you for your service as sponsored by the D, 92.7 FM, The Drive, Polly's Barbershop, Nye Volkswagen of Rome, Frank's Guns, and Central New York Seal Coating and Concrete. So you just bought your dream home, and now it's time to move. Let's face it, nobody likes to move. All the packing, unpacking, lifting, upstairs, downstairs, and broken everything, including your back. Let the professionals at EJA Moving Company take all the stress and pain out of your move. Competitively priced moving, relocation services, office moves, and complete packing and unpacking services. They work with everybody to make it simple and easy for you to move and relocate. Call EJA Moving Company at 315-335-0516. When it's time to relocate, have EJA Moving do all the work for you. Hit them up online, ejamoving.com. Hey, Disruption Network. This is Mike Sacco, the general manager at Nye Volkswagen of Rome. If you don't know me by name, it's only because you have not received the best deal. There's only one reason to leave Utica, and that's to come see me in Rome and get the best deal on your next new, pre-owned, or certified VW. Mention that you heard this ad from Disruption Network and receive $250 off your next vehicle purchase. You'll know why our customers say, I love my Nye VW. Come see us at 5865 Rome Taborg Road in Rome or visit us online at nivwofrome.com. The Property Sisters of the Mohawk Valley was born when three top producing agents with over 25 years of combined experience selling real estate joined forces to take real estate to the next level. We practice with honesty, integrity, and the knowledge to help make the buying and selling process easy and stress-free for all of our clients. We pledge to always make our clients our top priority from start to finish and even after the house is closed. We will always be a valued resource for information and assistance for our buyers and sellers. Our customers over the years have become not only past clients, but great friends. As we join hands together as the Property Sisters of the Mohawk Valley, we look forward to serving our clients and our community and making a positive difference. You can reach us at 315-601-9630 for all of your real estate needs. The Disruption Network is making moves. For upcoming events, news, interviews, and new daily programming, keep in the loop with us at disruptionnetwork.net. Like, follow, and subscribe to all our social media. And check out all our podcasts on iTunes, Google Play, Stitcher, and Spotify. Get up on the D, disruptionnetwork.net.
Welcome to EC Radio Podcast. We would like to thank all of our sponsors for joining the Disruption team, and we hope that you will support all of our sponsors. And of course, we appreciate you listening to this program. Good afternoon, everybody. It's that time of the day to disrupt your afternoon. TC Radio time. How are ya? The good folks of Central New York. Love and respect out to all the sponsors. Love my sponsors. Disruption Network. EJA Moving Company, Nye Volkswagen, and of course my good friends over at the Saranac Brewery. It's me, Z. How you doing? It's Thursday, Thirsty Thursday, and I'm sitting here. I'm chopping it up with the doc today. I'm excited, buddy. I want to chop it up with the Z, man. We're chopping it up today, man. It's great to see you. The doc, Jerry Krause, in the house with us, the director of the Stanley Theater, and an old chum and a friend and my old W.O.U.R. running mate. and All the things we used to do together, talking sports, music. Uh, rock and roll, it's just been a great uh, relationship, friendship, and uh, I, it's always nice to get together. I see you over at the Stanley. You're helping me out over there. I can't <laughs> thank you enough for that. Oh, I love it over there. And we got uh, lots coming up. We can chop everybody about. <laughs> well, we got a busy schedule over at the Stanley, oh which God. we'll get to in a little bit. Yeah. But I want to go back a little bit, talk a little bit about the old radio days. Okay. Is there that one song out there that you absolutely have to listen to every time it's on the radio? There's one song, one song that I remember I wrapped up my college radio career, and it took me a little while just when I was finishing up. I said, I should try to go out of here with a statement, right? So I thought I was being profound, leaving college, going out into the big bad world out there, and I played... The Who Won't Get Fooled Again. Now, I don't know what the message was, but it felt <laughs> like Roger Daltrey was, you know, he was so badass. And he was. Won't get fooled again. Then I walked out in the world and I got fooled again. So, <laughs> so you have to hear that song every time it's nah, on. I mean, when nah. I hear it, it brings back that memory. It, yeah, it always, yeah. something clicks. Yeah. What about you know, that's a great thing about music, though. You'll hear songs and it'll take you back to a certain part of your life. Yeah. It kind of paints the pictures for you. You know, the lyrics, whether mm-hmm. it's the, the song itself, maybe you're in a relationship there, maybe you were living somewhere else, you know, out of town, out of state, or, or maybe it just brings back some fond memories of doing stuff with your family. Music is just, to me, it's just so magical. It makes the world go around. And can you imagine a world without music? No, there would what? be no life. Ugh. I don't think there would be a Ugh. life. Right. Terrible. Well, music's your best friend. Yeah. And Whoever it's invented music, God bless you. Yeah. Well, <laughs> it starts tribal. Yeah. With the... That's it. It starts tribal. We had Stephen Perkins on here from Jane's Addiction, the drummer, uh-huh. who was on here a couple weeks ago. And that's exactly what he was talking about. Back in the day when the elephants were walking in Africa, they were walking into a rhythm. And as they were walking, you know, the natives were playing with the yeah. walking elephant and it was yeah. just it was a thing as they would march and even heartbeats you, sometimes they mix music and they produce music with a heartbeat in it and it's like it doesn't get more basic than that right true i true. mean that's where it all starts and it paints the landscape of your life too yeah it really does yeah. the music is the musical score of your life it is what would be the musical score of your life the 70s the 70s classic rock yeah uh, you know late 60s 70s 80s uh-huh. just the stuff we were in the clubs the stuff they were watching the bands 
and the songs that we know all the words to, even though I can't remember what I had for breakfast this morning, <laughs> I could sing all the words to The Boys Are Back in Town by Thin Lizzy. You know yeah. what I mean? It's just, how does that work? Would that be in the doc bio, uh, biography or something like that? With your, your movie? Would that be yeah. one of the, all the songs in there? All the classic rock stuff. You know, the power rock, the Boston, the sticks. The boys are back in town. The foreigner. Boys yeah. are back in town. Yeah. You can, here come you and your boys. You just got done playing hoops. Now you got to go get a beer. The boys are back in town. You go play some golf. You know, just the boys are back in town. You just hang out with your, with your crew. With your peeps. ACDC, have a drink on me. <laughs> have a drink on me. <laughs> Highway to hell. Yeah. ACDC music. You got to figure out. There's a band that really never did a ballad, right? <laughs> you know what? Now you think about it, you're right. Every tune for them is a put your fist up in the air mm-hmm. and sing along tune. You know, I'm back in black. You know that uh, for those about to rock, we salute you. They wrote the theme songs for so many different uh, parts of our lives, right? Timeless. You want to get out and party. You want to get together with your friends. You want to get on the road and, you know, do a road trip. You know, bring the ACDC along. <laughs> Thunderstruck, you know. They play it for football teams and basketball teams when they run out on the court, run out on the field. It just gets you pumped up. Mm-hmm. Music has a way to do that. It also has a way to calm you down when you need to just kind of bring it down a little bit then you put on some cool music you put on chris Bodie, you know with the horn <laughs> good like segue that to, to bring you down a little bit just kind of cool you out, just chill you know some of that smooth jazz what kind of what kind of stuff brings you down you're all amped up uh, say you had a bad acoustic, day at the maybe office some acoustic music acoustic? i tell you what there's some days i just shut everything off uh-huh. when i get into the get into the docks cave into my crib you know sometimes everything goes off mm-hmm. and i'll just read a little bit just kind of relax a little bit and just kind of let the world slow down a little bit by itself. And then, okay, what's on tonight? World Series. Okay, let's turn that on. Or let's uh, let's put a disc on. I was thinking about this album or something. I can go find that. Throw that on. Or just turn the radio on. And just you know, just kind of ease back into it. Sometimes you just got to get away from it for yeah. a little while. I hear you. Just, Shut just, it off. Just clear your mind. Mm-hmm. So I go for walks a lot, you know. Just to get out in the morning and just go get some fresh air. Get a, a half a mile, a mile, a few miles in, depending on how... how how much time I have, mm-hmm. but I really find that relaxing and it clears my mind and it really kind of energizes me for the day. It gets you some exercise too. Yeah, yeah, and it's nice to plus to see what's going on in, in my neighborhood. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, who's got the for sale sign up? Hey, where are they going? <laughs> or who's got the garage sale this weekend? Cool. What do they got? Nice. Who's coming and going? <laughs> right on. Keep an eye. Keep an eye on the neighborhood. How about that song that comes on the radio that you have to shut off because you've heard it so many times? I don't really have a lot of that. No. Nah? Probably be on the stations that I'm not tuned into. Okay. Yeah, the stations that I tune into got the classic rock, and I can pretty much handle it all. They all they all bring back some pretty cool memories. You know, it's funny though because sometimes you ever find yourself listening to a song and then it comes time to sing the next lyric and you're like. You know, just I kind of space out. I'm like, what was the line of that song? We've heard it a million times. Right. <laughs> you just don't know what was that line again. You know, what was that song? But sometimes uh, that brings back also some some cool memories. You wonder about the guys in the bands mm-hmm. that have been doing this for so long. Now you know when you get older, you hear stories about like Frank Sinatra had the teleprompter and some of these. Uh, singers, they got the teleprompters, the small, now the iPads are in front of them right. with the chord changes for their guitars and the words to the songs. But God bless the guys from the classic rock era that didn't have that stuff. And they had to remember every chord, every lead, every word, 
and they did it night after night, and some of them under the influence. How did they do it? I mean, some of them? <laughs> <laughs> I could tell you some stories, like Stevie Ray Vaughan, when he came to the Stanley, and I was on the radio and I interviewed him, and he came in, and it looked like he had a rough night. Yeah. You know, and maybe he was up on the bus all night. Who knows? He came in and did the interview, and I'm thinking to myself, man, I don't know if this guy's going to be able to get it together to do the show tonight at the Stanley. So we did an afternoon interview. He played a little bit in the studio, signed the guitar. We gave it away. And then that night at the Stanley, I remember I was in the crowd kind of wondering, like, what, what kind of a show are we going to see tonight? And he came out, and it was brilliant. It was brilliant. I'm like, oh, man, how does he do this? And he just turned the switch on, walked out, and, like, for two hours just killed it. Isn't it amazing some of those guys? Eddie Money comes to mind when you talk about a story like that. A guy who is absolutely ripped throughout the day but can get go on stage and absolutely kill it. Yeah. How do they do How it? How do they do and it? Then, you know, you have the immortal stories about like the Guns N' Roses guys that don't get along and they fight on stage and they fight off stage, but somehow uh, unless we see them throwing punches, you don't really pick up on it mm-hmm. and they get along on stage and it sounds very good. You would never know. And then you read about it later. They've been fighting for years. They, they take separate tour buses. They don't even talk. And you, you look at the Van Halen guys. I remember going to Buffalo outdoors at Silver Stadium. We did a bunch of buses that went out for the concert. And backstage, we had some winners backstage. Listen to this lineup. It was Kim Mitchell. You remember Gopher Soda? Yeah, the Canadian BTO, artist. BTO, yep. uh, Randy Bachman and those guys. And then it was Van Halen. And each of the members of Van Halen pulled up in their own limo. So you're wondering, well, what is that all about? I mean, is that just rock and roll excess, or do they not speak to each other? Uh, but who know? Uh, who knows? I mean, at this point, there probably was some friction going on. And maybe they just uh, all had a deal with the concert promoter. They put it in, you know, to take out the, the brown M&Ms and give us each a limo. <laughs> maybe that was the deal. Who knows? Yeah, right. If I was the band manager, I'm like, no, hold up on the expending. You guys are in, in the one Ford Expedition. <laughs> yeah, that's climb, it. Climb aboard. You get a Suburban, and that's it. <laughs> get along. <laughs> Man, get you some sandwiches and here we go. But it's true. A lot of these bands just show up and, and perform and they can't stand each other. It's just like a cash grab. Yeah. And you, you, you got to understand. They always say like, well, it's like a family. Oh, OK, in the family, you got to squabble here and there. But yeah. when you're on a tour bus, you know what it's all like. Mm-hmm. You know, we're 24 seven. You're in somebody's face. They're in you know, your same sleeping quarters. You're eating with them. You know, it's just like after a while, anything they would do, you know, they're chewing ice cubes. Cut it out. You're bugging me. Mm-hmm. You know, anything would get on your nerves, right? Every little thing. But there's probably some bands that are just so peace and love, hey, man. No problem. In my experiences, for the most part, a lot of them pretty much do get along. But there, you do have those moments where everybody's coming in different buses. ZZ Top comes to mind this past year at the State Fair. They all came in three separate buses, didn't say two words to each other, and, mm-hmm. and got up there, played cash grab. Mm-hmm. You know? Amazing. It's amazing. It's amazing they're still out there doing it, too, at that level. Yeah. I don't know, they're I still killing it. I haven't seen a real lot of the animosity amongst the bands. Sometimes you read about it and you hear it through the, the gossip columns and stuff. You know, this this band's fighting amongst themselves. Yeah. The big, the, you go back to classic rock, the uh, the brothers, you know, like the, the guys in the Kinks, the Davies brothers, they had fist fights on stage. Yeah. The guys from Black oh, Crows, right? A huge. Rich Robinson, Chris Robinson. Big fight. Nonstop. Yeah, so yeah. Know, the brothers sometimes. The Oasis brothers, too. The Gallagher yeah, brothers. Yeah, another one. fight with each other. Nonstop. You know, <laughs> Mom loved me better. No, <laughs> she didn't. 
<laughs> you brought up Guns N' Roses, though. Now it seems like they all get along. They're off drugs. They're out there doing it. They're coming out with new music and stuff. Do so. you remember when Slash came through town? He was over, I think, at the last Unicorn. Or signing, really? Signing some CDs when he had the Snake Pit that came out. And he was signing some autographs. And he came through, and he met his fans. You know, quiet... You know, meek guy, really cool guy, and you know, you, sometimes I think they put on a persona. Ozzy was like that. When we met Ozzy, uh, here's the story: I had to go pick up Ozzy. Uh-huh. Uh, I had to go get him at the Sheraton Hotel, Genesee Street downtown, which is now Delta, which used to be Radisson. Yeah, but this downtown hotel. What year is this? Uh, maybe eighty-one, eighty-two, something like that. So it was like his very first solo tour. Yeah, doing a show at the Odd. Okay. Dear to God, and I had to go get him for an interview, so I go down to the hotel. And they said, his manager is going to be there, too. I'm like, okay. you know. So I had, at the time, uh, bucket seats in the front. What did I have? Did I have my Pontiac Trans Am? I think I did. So I swapped with my twin brother, Jim, who had a bench seat in the front of his car. So And uh, easier to get out. I think he had a four-door. I only had two-door. So I, I knew I'd have to get an extra person. So I said, Jim, let me, let's swap for the day or whatever. So I pull up, and it turns out here comes Ozzy and Sharon. Sharon was his manager's daughter, mm-hmm. and Sharon was assigned to follow Ozzy around in America and make sure he didn't screw up too bad. <laughs> so she was very quiet. Didn't say boo, but she was representing. So it's Ozzy in the middle, Sharon in the outside by the, the, the window of the door, and I'm driving. So we're coming up Genesee Street. We hit the light because we're going now. We're going up to um, Genesee Street, uh, 288 at the time before we moved over to Bank Place. Okay. So we're going up to 288, and I'm at a traffic light, and I just looked at Ozzy, and we're talking about, you know, just general stuff. You know, how's the tour going? You know, where were you last night? That kind of stuff. And I looked at him, and I said, my friends are never going to believe this, that you're squished up against me here in, the, in my brother's car in the middle of this, you know, whatever day it was, in the middle of the afternoon, going for a ride on Genesee Street. Because, you know, he's a legend. Oh, yeah. You know, and even though we had a chance to sit and talk to these guys, you know, we're still very impressed that we had that opportunity. You know, just blessed that we had the opportunity to sit and hang with some of these guys and talk about you know, life on the road with uh, Black Sabbath and his solo stuff. So anyway, with the thing with Sharon, it was it was very interesting that uh, later on when they come out with the TV show down the road and it's Ozzy and Sharon, I'm like, Sharon was the daughter of the manager. I remember her when she came to town to keep an eye on him. She's the boss. Yeah. Oh yeah, <laughs> and she, you know, she's very talkative now. She wasn't very talkative back then, but then again, you know, you don't want to get in the way of Ozzy. Let him do the talking. Yeah. How was Ozzy? Was he cool to hang he out with? He was very cool to yep. hang out with. He even told me, because this was, I think, right around the time with all the hysteria about him biting off the head of the dove and the bat. That and, first tour. All this stuff that uh-huh. he was doing. He said, look it, you know, Alice Cooper does his thing. I do my thing. We know it's going to get us a little press. It's going to get us people talking about us. you got to remember, you know, long before social media, mm-hmm. long before you had all these, you know, quick... Uh, you do something on stage and the world knows about it in five minutes. Instant gratification. And so that day and age, you know, they were doing outrageous things to get press coverage. Uh-huh. So whatever he was doing, I think he knew it would help him you know, solidify his image as a madman, diary of a madman. You know, he's on the crazy train. <laughs> he's just a crazy guy. And that was the image he wanted to build up for himself. 
And he did. Yeah. It's, those 70s bands did that. Alice Cooper, Kiss, Ozzy, yeah. the, those bands did that. Judas Priest, another one. Yeah, because a picture of Gene Simmons with his tongue hanging out and blood dripping off of it, it would go you know, in every Cream magazine and Rolling Stone magazine or whatever, and then that's how we would get that information. Like, did you see that picture? You take it to school and say, look at this picture. And now... Boom, 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 boom. It's all over your Kids, phone. long before iPhones and, and Google Play and all that, there was such thing as magazines. We read magazines. There was we, magazines we and message boards. That, and that was another <laughs> thing about the old albums. Remember, mm-hmm. like, taking an album apart. Oh, right. You'd pull it out and see what the sleeve had to say about it, and, you know, you'd read the liner notes. Sometimes you'd have the lyrics in there. So then when you put the needle on the vinyl, you're hearing the lyrics saying, oh, this is what this means. Mm-hmm. You kind of read, it's almost like poetry, some of those songs. And you see how they were weaving tales and how they were trying to tell stories. And now, I mean, once they started to get into even cassettes and CDs and stuff, that, that whole world shrunk. It did. It kind of went away. Mm-hmm. So now when you get downloading stuff on the Internet, unless you go search for lyrics.com or something like that and you want to go see what does... The, the lyric sheet looked like you can go find it but it used to come automatically with your music when you went to tape utopia record giant record town midland records in the riverside mall and last unicorn and all those great stores where you'd run into some very cool people like off center records now and you just go in there and you know these people are vinyl junkies they're going to go uh talk a little bit about music talk about concerts and you have that string of consistency with that brethren you know let's talk about music let's talk about you know your impressions of this new Greta Von Fleet album you know what do you think and you know and I still talk about that we're at the hockey game the other night I was talking to somebody in front of me about Greta Von Fleet and you know how it represents the new generation's take on Zeppelin or does it or are they trying to do their own thing the Robert Plant interview talking about that band he said they didn't say they're influenced by us. They said they're influenced by Aerosmith. <laughs> and he, he gives this like crazy scowl look on his face. I'm like, what? <laughs> Obviously not. Obviously it's Zeppelin. I got to see that interview. That's yeah, hilarious. Yeah. It is. Once they grow up a little bit, they will develop their own sound. But back to albums, though, that's what's missing from rock and roll. That's the whole thing. You get involved with that album. You, you open it up. You put it on. You, you knew who their friends were in, their, in the thank you liner notes. You knew all the lyrics, who produced the album. You knew everything about it. Guest guitarists, guest singers. All that thing. In. Right, producers. You know, even the intern, his name would be on there. Like, oh, you were the intern on that album. Anyways, you got involved with it. There was artwork. It was, it was a a thing, you know, and that is missing today in, in music, and it's it's a bummer. You remember, you know, the excitement you'd hear, like, next week, the new Pink Floyd album's coming out. Really? You know, I gotta go get it. Mm-hmm. You know, I gotta get it, because I gotta get it. You know, there's only so much you're gonna hear on the radio, but I gotta have it for my collection. Or um, the new Zeppelin album, the new Rolling Stones album. You just gotta go get your hands on it. And, and the excitement of having the longevity of your collection of some of your favorite bands. That's not really happening anymore, is it? I mean, what longevity is there with rock bands right now? Well, there are. There are some rock bands are still doing it. If you think about it, a lot of those 70s bands are still kind of around. Well, still kind of. of. Look at a band like, okay, let's say Pearl Jam. Mm -hmm. U2. I'm trying to think of bands that are kind of a little bit newer than some of the old classic rock. Metallica. Yeah. I mean... They're still out there. They're still kind of putting out stuff, Mm -hmm. but is there really that big... Arena demand. rock band. Is there a demand that their fans are saying, I can't wait for that new U2 album? Mm-hmm. Is there? 
You're shaking your head no. No, there's not. <laughs> it's different nowadays. Yeah. I, for some reason, it, I'm thinking that people... replaced. By this crap, they're dumbifying America with the music that's out there today. It's, 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 it's throwaway, one-hit wonder stuff, right. really. It is. And, and, then, and it's and all image, too. And they're, you know, they're polishing these bands, and then they move on to the next band that's coming in. Yeah, and it's all image. Yeah. It's all not about playing. It's more about how you look. So when you look back on some of the bands that we all grew up listening to, each band had their own identity, and they would identify by their own different sound. You know, you, the Eagles sounded different from Aerosmith. That sounded different from Sticks. That sounded different from Foreigner. Even though they're classified into the same genre, once you hear a song, you know which band it is. Mm-hmm. They had that kind of definitive sound. Now, sometimes I think you hear bands. It's like it sounds like the same band. It's almost like country music. People say to me, "Do you like country music?" Well, I don't hate it, but I don't follow it. And to me. It's the same band with different cowboy hats on. It's just it, it just got a different look, but it sounds the same. Does that make sense? I mean, when we grew up listening to Zeppelin and Pink Floyd and Genesis, and those bands had their own distinct sound. You knew they kind of, even though they're under the same umbrella of classic rock, mm-hmm. or at the time it was just rock, it wasn't classic yet, but they all had differentiation as far as their look their sound their you know lyrics their appeal it, it seemed like there was more to pick from on the menu are you saying there's no more originality anymore yeah yeah everything yeah. i think it's i can agree with these you there bands have to just come out with a hit or they mm-hmm. have to come out with something that's going to sell sell concert tickets you know sell units sell downloads or sell whatever the buzz what are. it is now yeah. the other thing that's missing too back in the wur days used to be on afternoon drive and you'd be like tomorrow big concert announcement yeah. five <laughs> o'clock you tune in big concert announcement and and you would pump that up and pre-sell it big time big time that's missing these days and people would wait in line to get concert tickets and, and like now you don't have to because ticket right and, and they'd be lined up, and we'd bring the coffee and donuts and talk to them <laughs> and put them on the air. It's like Pink Floyd at the Dome or, you know, Led Zeppelin out in Buffalo or so whatever it was. Yeah. You, know, you get the big crowds waiting for the big shows. Or even at the odd, you know, Ozzy at the odd, there'd be a buzz that they got to get in line to go get tickets. Mm-hmm. Now, I'm not getting in line. I'm going to get on my computer. Which kind of sucks because now all these scalpers, such as, like, StubHub and all these big ticket agencies are out there taking all the tickets away from the people but if these kids were waiting in line it wouldn't really be such a thing anymore and it's legal and we hear this a lot from people over at the stand whether they go get tickets for seinfeld or they go get tickets for a concert you know they get into just a quick search on the internet and it brings them to a third-party ticket site and it may look legit (laughs) it may visually look like it's something that you want to buy a ticket from but we always tell people be be safe by right from the box office call us go on our website and then we will help you find the ticket you want and you won't pay all those extra fees beautiful and you won't get taken by the scalpers which still in new york it's legal it's amazing it is but the the the, the people that provide that service and Ticketmaster, who we run our tickets through at the stanley they provide that type of service and they will legitimize it by saying we are here to satisfy the people that don't want to wait in line and they don't want to call and get a busy signal. So they will pay a premium to get up within the first 15 rows. And that's why we sell our tickets for more than the list price. And we all say, 
boo, that's no good because the, the real fan would love to get that seat mm-hmm. for sixty bucks, not three hundred and sixty bucks. Yeah. yeah, it's a shame where it's gone. Absolute shame. But uh, speaking of the Stanley, huge schedule coming up in the next couple of weeks, man. This is the busy time. This uh, is. Summers, you know, we kind of plan everything for fall and winter and spring. Mm-hmm. We get things cleaned up and painted and get ready to go. But, wow, tomorrow we're jumping headfirst into the 90th anniversary gala. And you talk about concerts. You know, I've been working with my staff to come up with the list of who's been there over the last 90 years. Oh, yeah. I say from Bing to Bon Jovi. From Bing Crosby to Bon Jovi opening up for Eddie Money uh, back in the day. And we've had so much variety. And the list is just unbelievable to look at. And we talked, we mentioned Seinfeld's coming back December 6th to the Stanley. He's been there, I think, the most of a national act. Has he really? This is going to be his sixth time. Wow. Yeah, so he's been there quite a bit. He hasn't been in a while. Uh Uh, Bob Dylan's coming November 15th. He's been there twice before. And I saw him one of those times. So he's coming back on November 15th, and that's going to be a great show. Rock Hall of Famer, a legend. Uh, we'll see what kind of show he's going to bring. We did look at a song list that he had from last week. I think it was down in Louisiana or something. It looked very cool. It had some old stuff, some newer stuff, and uh, it was about 25 songs, something like that. So yeah. he's still he's still rocking it, right? I mean, How old is he? He's like 75 75? Anyway. I think he's probably McCartney's age was 76. Mm-hmm. Do you ever think we're going to be talking about these rock stars with these numbers? Mm-hmm. 76, and they're still rocking. Did you did you see McCartney last year? Yeah, I worked that show. You did? Yeah. You know, 30 songs, three hours, no stop, no water break. Yeah, I'm like, Non-stop. what is this guy? Is he like a robot? He's like Jack LaLanne. He looked <laughs> like he was in great shape. And he, is. he interacted with the crowd. He's just so personable. He talks to everybody as if they're his, you know, his friends. Uh-huh. And his crew loved him. From, Unbelievable. From working for his crew, they show. all loved him. They, was he was such. Show. They would do anything for that guy. And he sounded great. He sounded amazing. Sometimes these guys come out and you're just like, gee, I wonder how he's going to sound mm-hmm. because he's been singing for 50 years. You know, it's got to take a toll on your voice, right? Mm-hmm. Nah, not really. Not for him. And then he, you know, he's he's done the. Uh, Carpool karaoke and stuff. He's just such a oh, fun hilarious, guy. Hilarious, right? Oh, love to. Did you see the him. thing what he did with Jimmy Fallon when they're uh, the, the elevator? elevator. Yeah. yeah, oh, hilarious, yeah. absolutely he's, hilarious. He's so down earth it seems, right? He is. He is. Paul he, McCartney, man. He'd blend. He'd put on like a little a hat in a disguise and he'd blend in the crowd. He'd be <laughs> that guy. He would. <laughs> it, I wish Paul McCartney played the Stanley. But going back to the Stanley, how many people are? are you know what I do want to ask you is. What's the band that's played there the most? Is there a band that's played there the most? You said Seidenfeld has been there like six times. Uh, Do you know of a band that's played there more than? More than a couple times. Classified. Yeah, the local <laughs> bands, of course. The local bands have done you know many shows in there. But do you know on a national level? Hmm, I'd have to probably research that one. I mean, yeah. Dylan's going to be third time in. Um, yeah, probably like BB King. I think was five. Five times. Yeah, yeah. He was there a bunch of times. So we'll say that. I mean, what a great, what a great guy to have the honor of being there the most. You know, the legend BB King. For real, we get their jersey hanging in the rafters. <laughs> B. You know, B. King. like they do at MSG. Yeah. You see, they did it for Billy Joel and Fish. They yeah. hang their jerseys up in the rafters. Yeah. For well, we've had Ricky Z. We came close to Billy Joel. <laughs> <laughs> the next best. Thing. <laughs> Was there a database already in place for you when you got there? Like as far as bands go and stuff like that, and there was or who basically played there? like a year in review that we had to go back and kind of piece meal the 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 shows out of mm-hmm. but 
previous, I have a list of like all my old concert stubs that I tried to keep track of where the show was, what date, what year, what the price of the ticket was, who opened up, that kind of thing. So the promoter. Yeah, the promoter's <laughs> on some of them too. So I've got that list to start with, and then I added in some of the Stanley shows. Yeah, very, very cool. But tomorrow's the gala, so uh, we want to invite everybody to come out for that. It's a dress-up gig. Uh, Is there going to be a list of all these people that performed at the gala tomorrow? There's going to be a bunch of highlights that we're going to have, like, say, Dolly Parton was there. Mm -hmm. And her her claim to fame when people talk about her coming to Utica was she was here for the St. Patrick's Parade Day, and she was in that Radisson Hotel down the street. She looked out her window in a snowstorm and saw all these crazy Utica people coming down Genesee Street in the parade for St. Patrick's Day. And she thought it was just the craziest thing. You know, bands playing, people marching, partying, drinking. And she went on Johnny Carson a couple days later. She had her gig at the Stanley that night. She went on Johnny Carson a couple days later, and she said, I saw the strangest thing in Utica, New York, St. <laughs> Patrick's Parade in a snowstorm. It didn't stop anybody. They came down with the marching bands, and uh, they were having a great time in Utica. So she mentioned Utica a few times. But she's going to be one of the artists that are, will be spotlighted in the lobby area, and we're going to have memorabilia all over. Um, We've got a guy that brought me a newspaper. He engaged to his wife. He got he he did the uh, engagement announcement, the proposal underneath the marquee. Back in the old days when you had to put the individual letters up on the marquee. Mm -hmm. So there's a picture in the OD of him. My buddy Jimmy Stewart, the metal man, uh, he brought in the front page of the Utica paper. So we're going to frame that, put that up. We've got the original first page of the entire newspaper when the Observer Dispatch uh, proclaimed the opening of the Stanley back in September 10th of 1928. Wow. That will be on display. We've got an opening day program from that show. It was Ramona, the silent film with a local orchestra, big band orchestra, providing the music to the film. Uh, before, you know, there's no talking. It was just the music to go along with the film. Huh. Uh, we've got an original ticket from opening night. You know, we got all kinds of little memorabilia things Very like neat. that. But then we've got a lot of the concert posters over the years. We've got about 20 movie posters that were loaned to us by local attorney Les Lewis. And Les, I, I, I've known Les for a little bit here and there. And he got a hold of us. He was moving his office. And he's a big collector. He's got, you know, thousands of dollars worth of movie posters, originals. He's got them all framed, beautiful big glass framed uh, posters. Really? So he said, hey, you want to take some of these for the gala? I said, sure. So I went up to his office, and I ended up taking in two trips about 20 of them, everything from Goldfinger to Key Largo with Humphrey Bogart. Uh, there's just tons of stuff. Um, Rebel Without a Cause. You know, all these great movies. Now we've got the posters on display in the Stanley as well in the wing. So we want people to roam around a little bit. As soon as you walk in, you're going to have Rob Swinkowski doing some standards, and he's just such a great singer. Uh, he'll do some Sinatra and some Tony Bennett and stuff as soon as you walk in. Oh, cool. You're going to grab a glass of champagne, walk in. Now you're going to come into the red carpet. But as you walk in, you can see all the stars on the sidewalks outside, all the stars, our sponsors, the big names that have been there over the years. You're going to get the Hollywood appeal the paparazzi will be out front and now you're going to come in 
and you're going to enter the, the beautiful doorways of the Stanley Theater, and you're going to be a star yourself. You're going to get treated like royalty. You're going to hit the red carpet as soon as you come in the lobby. Then you're going to walk down a little ways. You're going to see all the big sponsors listed. You're going to see some of the big acts that have been there over the years, local and national. And then you're going to get your picture taken in front of the Stanley Banner. Nice memory for this gala. And then you're going to head upstairs where the Black Opus String Quartet will be playing. Fabulous. Yeah, they're good. Wonderful ladies. They uh -huh. got the string instruments. They'll be playing some classical string versions of Pink Floyd, Beatles, Led Zeppelin, all that good classic rock. You're going to get food up there. We've got Patrick O'Connor bringing in his crew, so you know it's going to be a delicious night. And then you're going to make your way over towards the bar area, get yourself a beverage, got to stay hydrated. And then you're going to get into the Romano room area, and you got uh, Alan Allen DJing over there, sound investment cranking up some tunes. He's going to be talking about the uh, the legacy of some of the artists that have been there over the years, the Bon Jovis and the Eddie Moneys and the Daughtrys. And he'll be talking about some of that history of the acts that have been there over the, the years, kind of reminiscing with the music. And then you look around on the walls, you got all the big posters from the shows, the concerts, the Broadway shows. We've got all kinds of memorabilia there. And then eventually you're going to find your way out towards the wings. You're going to see all those movie posters, find some more of the what we call the museum pieces, the artifacts. And then uh, shortly after, around 7 o'clock, doors open at 6, around 7 o'clock, we're going to open the doors to the theater, and you walk in there, and there's classified. Up on the big stage, we're going to have the pit open for dancing. You can sit wherever you want in the theater. Just sit out, grab your drink, sit down and watch, or get up and dance. Yeah, nice. Or just roam back out and grab yourself something from the carving station, nice turkey sandwich or some uh, a, a roast beef sandwich or something. You know, get yourself something You're not Italian. <laughs> <laughs> you can't put that the, G in I there. There's a lot of activities going on, though. Yeah, so it runs till 10. It's a $75 ticket and, you know, money raise is going to help out the Stanley yeah. Theater. Keep it going. You know, this is the 90th uh, anniversary. You know, we're already talking about making sure we hand it off to the next generation to do a 95th and a 100th, which is 10 years away. We only do galas over at the Stanley every five years. So we try to make them, you know, bigger and better each time, make them stand out, very memorable. So it'll be a lot of fun. This is going to be a lot of fun. Uh, it's going to be very good. And, you know, we just let me take a second to thank the major sponsors. You got the Brindisi Murad Brindisi Perlman Law Firm uh, as our major sponsor. We can't thank them enough. Then you got, uh, and that's with Maria Brindisi from our board. Let's give her a shout out. Let's give a shout out to Jackie Romano and uh, her crew over at Fountainhead Group, another big sponsor. Jackie's an honorary uh, chair with us, uh, putting us all together. Uh, Maria's a chair as well. And uh, the other sponsors would be Broadway Utica and PJ Green. Those are the top level four sponsors. We've got a whole bunch of community minded sponsors helping us out. Couldn't Beautiful. do it without them. You know Absolutely. how that works. Yep. We need that help uh, financially to put these big events together. And uh, our honorary chair for the event is Senator Joe Griffo. And here's the guy, you know, he's gotten us some money over the last couple of years to help us upgrade the boilers, to fix those front doors. We're up on the roof fixing the roof. Now, Joe Griffo just single handedly, I think, has brought into the Stanley Theater around uh let's see probably about half a million dollars nice and he's even promised us some more that will be coming so it's just unbelievable how he can you know turn to us and say what do you need what's what's the capital needs i'm like well the roof's leaking we got to fix that the boilers are you know 
hardly uh, efficient. We need to fix that so we're not wasting money, and we need to upgrade them because they're also from the 80s. The roof's from the 80s. And, uh, and the building's from 1928. And the building <laughs> itself is 90 years old. Yeah. So you think about it. We do our best to try to keep it up. There's a lot going on. You know, you got electrical, you got plumbing, you got roofing, you got lighting. There's a lot of things that need to take care of for a 90-year-old building. Things you don't see. Things behind the scenes. Mm-hmm. You know, in the basements and in the attics and up on the roof. The catacombs. <laughs> so the ghosts hang out. Yeah. <laughs> It is. It's an old building, and it's a lot to upkeep. And the renovation sure. ten years ago, you know, God bless the people in, involved in the Stanley back then. I was just getting involved with the board when they reopened after the uh, renovation ten years ago. I was on the board for four years, and I've been director for six years. So ten years ago is when the massive twenty million dollar renovation took place and made the stage a world class stage. So now it can take in any show. That's why a lot of these Broadway shows like to come in here and rehearse. They just love the size of the stage and the theater. They can set up, like Hollow Dolly was just here for four weeks. Spamalot was here for three weeks. And they can get their shows together, you know, retool them, re-rehearse them, get the new actors and actresses ready to go, the new musicians for the bands, and get the costumes all set up, the, the wigs and the hair pieces. And they rehearse and they rehearse and they rehearse 7.30 in the morning until midnight. And then they do a couple shows here and they load it all up and they hit the road and they're off and running. World class stage now. Yeah, and so bands come in, they love it. You know, guys like the guys in America that were just here back in the spring, they've never been at the Stanley. I've been chasing them for a couple of years now, and we got them. And they wa- they're the nicest guys. They walked out on stage, and during the show, they even you know looked at each other and they looked around because they were there earlier taking some pictures. And you know, I, I let them kind of do their thing, but I knew they were in the theater, and I answered some questions for them. But one of them walked up to the mic about the middle of the show, saying. We got to tell you, we've been around the world. We've been in just about every theater in the world, and we got to tell you, this is probably the nicest theater we've ever been in. I'm sitting in the audience saying, I hope somebody recorded that. <laughs> <laughs> but just the nicest guys. And yeah, it, they it were. It is quite a look. You've seen the look. When you're out on stage looking to the seating area with that big Mita lighting chandelier out there, and just the way it's you know, the, the theater is lit, 3,000 seats, looking out that way is a different perspective, and it just... The Golden Palace. It looks gorgeous. It really does. Yeah. I've worked at every theater in upstate New York, and nothing tops the Stanley. Yeah. Nothing. We're and sometimes, you know, I think people in our area, and it, it is what it is, I think they think that s- cities all around us have these beautiful theaters. It's not the case. Right. It's not. Some of them are, are in need of a lot of TLC. Mm-hmm. Some of them have been wiped out. They've been torn down. And this Stanley Theater was in jeopardy of getting torn down a couple times, 70s and 80s. Yeah, it really kind of just, the the business just shut down, and they didn't do anything in the theaters for a little while. Community-minded groups came forward and said, this is not right. We need to keep the theater open. We got to get a group together. We got to get some support from our local government agencies. We got to get this theater back up and running. And thankfully they did, because, you know, here we are today doing pretty good. We can always do better, and you know that, that that's what we strive to do is you know, keep things on our bucket list, our checklist of things that we would like to do at the Stanley and things that we think the community would like to do there. And we're doing more now than we have in a while. We've been doing lots of shows. Come uh, springtime, we get back into the dance competitions, which are Friday, Saturday, Sunday. I think this year we're up to about six, seven, maybe eight of them. They come in for the whole weekend from out of town. They're in the hotels, they're in the restaurants, and they're on stage doing 500 different songs from Friday, Saturday, into Sunday, and it's going all day and all night. So it's opportunities for employment for our union in town, the stagehand union. Uh, the restaurants do well. Yep. The hotels do well. 
the shopping malls, the coffee shops, the gas stations. There's all this economic impact of these shows coming into the Stanley. We just need to, I think, be a little bit more convincing to our local uh, government agencies to flow some of that money back into us. Mm-hmm. You know, We generate it, so why shouldn't we get a nice little sliver of it to help us with our needs over there at the theater? So we have allies uh, in, the, in local government. Yeah. And having galas like this help raise money to, oh, yeah. to you know to yeah. the theater and, and thank God we got such a dynamic committee. We've got a nice committee, you know, Jackie Romano and Maria Albrico Brindisi, they lead the committee, but we've got some very cool people in the committee uh, involved and getting sponsorships part of this and they're shaking the trees, selling stars that we're gonna put out on the sidewalks. We're selling sponsorships to come on in, get some tickets for your staff, for your family, uh, be a sponsor that way and uh, just the general public. Everybody's invited. We're going to sell tickets right up to the event. So they're on sale today till 4, tomorrow starting at 10 till 4, 75 bucks. You can call in 315-724-4000. It's open to everybody. I want the whole community there. I don't want Absolutely. just you know, people that think they want to uh, get dressed up for galas every weekend. Uh, that's fun. You know, That's nice to get dressed up and do that. I want the common person that doesn't get a chance to do this. Quite yeah, often. come party with us. Come on. Yeah. You know, get, get out on a Friday night, 6 o'clock. Come on down. Start your weekend with us. It could be a lot of fun. Food, beverages, uh, beer and wines included when I say beverages, and of course soda and coffee and soft drinks. But if you want a mixed drink, we'll have cash bar for that. We're going to have a lot of food and just a lot of music, a lot of memories. Come on, be a part of it. You don't want to hear about this party on Saturday saying, oh, I should have went. Can I show them what you got me? <laughs> sure. Yeah. Absolutely. <laughs> He's part of our crew for the night, so, so I, make sure he's dressed. Uh, yes, I got to make sure I'm dressed accordingly. <laughs> I've always wanted one of these. Is that weird to me? Me too. I, I've always wanted these t- tuxedo t-shirts. <laughs> That's great. Thank you. I'm looking forward to wearing this. We're gonna have the crew wearing their tuxes. Yeah, I'll be in the tuxedo shirt. I love it. Amazing. No, it's gonna be a good time tomorrow with the gala, and and Classified always brings the house down. Classified just celebrated their 25th anniversary last right. year. Greeley Ford was on our board for a long time, mm-hmm. and now he's very busy. Uh, Senator Griffo's got him on the New York State uh, Alcoholism Board, Alcohol uh, the, the Commission. So he's always in New York, always in Albany, and he's one of the the big top commissioners in that group. So. Got a lot. He's got a lot on his plate. Still working a full-time job, so we love getting together with Larry and all the guys and Greeley and the guys from Classified. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, with the horns and the party music and the dancing, it's just a fun night. Perfect for a gala. It's the perfect local band to have for a gala. Yeah. It really. There's a is. lot of other local bands that would have fit the bill, but uh, right. Classified. Um, they're they're great. Right. We have fun with them. They. We have fun with all the bands. Absolutely. Absolutely. And that's good. Another thing you do is you open your doors to a lot of these local bands. Yeah, we try. You have the All-Stars. You do the The All-Stars. All-Stars. We've done two shows with them. Each time we think it's between 15 and 20 local musicians come on up, and they get involved, and they either play their guitar or play drums, sing. And and you've done this a few times. Yeah, we have. One time was before Joey Molland of Badfinger, so we did a British Invasion night. Then the next time we did it was before uh, Savoy Brown, so we did a blues rock night. And both times, man, I tell you, I love showcasing the local talent because it's so good. It is so it good. It is so good. Both bands had out-of-town band members with them, uh, the, the Badfinger guys and the Savoy Brown guys. And they stood off to the side, and they looked, and I could see they were saying to themselves, this is really good. The, these guys can play. Nice. And 
That's got to make you feel I've good, always, though. I've always said, going back to the early days with the Todd Holbins and the Alex Stars and the New York Flyers and the Justice McBrides and the 805s and all those bands from 70s and into the 80s, they can stand shoulder to shoulder with bands from any big city. You know, the guys in the big city came from local markets like ours. That's how they got there. Exactly. And our guys are just as good, even better. Yeah. Exactly. And we've had a lot of great talent coming out of this area. And then you got, you know, you can put the spotlight on guys like Joe Bonamassa and Moe and some of those guys that hit it big. Mm-hmm. But there's still, you know, probably there's probably people in this area, Z, that maybe haven't even played much on stage that are so talented. Right. Singers, guitar players, drummers, bass players, you name it. I talk players. about this every day on the show is how much talent there is in this area, music-wise you know and, and art-wise, too. There's a lot of great artists in this town, yeah, too. And it probably but, stems back to... Uh, lessons mm-hmm. when when we were growing up. I took piano lessons, and I wish I stuck with it, but it was too nice outside to be inside playing piano. And mom, everybody's outside playing baseball. Can I go outside? And after a while, she said, "Why am I spending money on your piano lessons?" <laughs> <laughs> but I wish I stuck with it. But you know, eh. uh, see, I see the other side of that though. As far as the talent in this area, it's it's shitty. The weather sucks around here, you know, especially in the wintertime when it starts getting in October or into March. You're stuck inside. What are you going to do? You're going to hone your skills in. Music. You're going to practice your, your chops, yeah. if you will, and your scales. And, and the encouragement of teachers in schools, keeping the kids interested and keeping them, you know, energized when it comes to music. You know, you find somebody that's got a gift and they make sure they nurture it. Yeah. Right? And they say, you got a talent. You, know, you, can, you can sing. Hmm. Keep singing. Or you can play. Keep playing. That's important. It really you is. You have somebody encouraging you yep. to keep going and go forward, take the next step. Yeah. You encourage me, Doc. <laughs> you encourage me, that's for sure. I'm still doing you this radio man. thing, I you guess. A <laughs> lot of other things coming up at the Stanley. we got to talk about Chris Bodie, Grammy Award-winning trumpeteer. He's a trumpet guy, and it turns out last year for this Valley Health uh, co-sponsoring concert we've done now this is going to be the 11th year we've worked together with Lisa Beatrice and her crew down at uh, Valley Health Services this guy uh, last year was Kenny G this guy has sold he's the top instrumentalist I would think Kenny G would be but you read the, you read the information Chris Bodie who's on PBS with his concerts and he's got a huge fan base uh, he's the number one jazz instrumentalist when it comes to selling his music and it's amazing you know, I don't know a whole lot about this guy, but I did see the concert on PBS. I do know a little bit of the research. He came into Stanley Theater in 2009. Munson Williams brought him in. He had a big crowd. He's got a lot of people following him. Cool. And the ladies love him because he's a good-looking dude. Is he? <laughs> but he's so got, it's going to be soccer mom night? <laughs> he's got a lot of uh, very talented musicians on the road. You know, when you're a guy of the stature of Chris Bodie, the number one instrumentalist in America, you can handpick your band. Yeah. And uh, he's no slouch himself on that trumpet. So that'll be a fun night. That's going to be coming up. Uh, That's next Saturday, right? Saturday, yeah, November 3rd. And then the big free concert with the uh, United States Air Force Heritage of America Band is on Veterans Day. We got this to all work out nicely for Monday, November 12th. We are getting... uh, tickets printed through the stanley and we're handing those out because we don't want to have too big of a crowd showing up Mm -hmm. that would be disappointing for people to show up and we're out of seats so we're capping it at three thousand seats that's our limit at the stanley so if you want tickets call us we'll put them in an envelope and put them aside for you it's free 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 these military bands that play and we've done the marine band the navy band we've done all these bands they're awesome but they uh 
won't let us charge, and we wouldn't charge, but we want the community to come in and see it. That's awesome. Free. It's a free show, so we get a big crowd in there. And my favorite is at the very, very end when they do the whole military medley. They do the Air Force song, the Army song, the Marine song, the Navy song. They do all those songs. They put it together as a medley. It's just awesome. Then you have, all nice. right, if you're in the Air Force, stand up. We're going to salute you. And then people stand up, and everybody cheers. And then they play a little bit. All right, all right if you're in the Army, you know, if you've served in the Army, stand up. And then the Army guys and gals stand up. And it's really patriotic. It's really cool. Are they going to do the Space Force soon? <laughs> How about the Space Force? Kidding. <laughs> After, what do the Air Force guys think about the Space Force? I, right? Isn't that part of their territory? Are they infringing on their, their <laughs> turf there? <laughs> and then after that, the big show coming up, everybody's talking about it. In fact, uh, tickets are getting pretty light on this. A lot of people are buying them up. Bob Dylan. How does it feel? How does it feel? Coming Thursday, November 15th. This is going to be cool. This is going to be really cool. It's yep. good to bring the legend back to town. Third time in for Rock Hall of Famer Bob. Bob Dylan. Now, I got a note today from Tom over at uh, Sculpture Space. I didn't know this. Dylan's very involved in welding and sculpturing. Oh, wow. So he sent me some pictures over, so they're going to try to reach out and see if Bob might want to check the place out and visit it and maybe try his hand at doing some pieces over there. Who knows? Wow, that'd be cool. Who knows? Instead of the last time he was in town, he sat over at Mikey Griff's place all day. And, and, and Griff thought he was a homeless guy. He, he had no idea that was Bob Dylan sitting in his bar all day. He did a different kind of welding over <laughs> yeah, there. Yeah, right. <laughs> but Bob's coming. Uh, he always we're, puts we're on a great show. forward to the show. It's going to be in the middle of November on the 15th. There's only a couple hundred tickets left, and then it'll be sold out. So Beautiful. thinking about it, if you're like, hmm, should I get it or not, and don't wait too much longer because you could get sold out. Pull the trigger and buy the tickets, people. You know, we're also doing it to Gale, if I want to back up a little bit. We pulled front row seats for Dylan, front row seats for Jerry Seinfeld, and front row seats for Chris Bodie. They're going to have three separate raffles going on at the Gala, and we're tying in local restaurants wow. for a night on the town. So you get dinner, and then you go sit in the front row. What would you pay for those seats? I mean, yeah. You can't get close for Dylan now. Right. You can't get close for uh, Seinfeld now. You can't get close for Chris Bodie now. But you can if you win this raffle. Wow. So the odds are much better than that Powerball business. <laughs> no doubt. No doubt. <laughs> and then moving well, on. If you won that, you could buy uh, it, it, the Carrier million. Dome. And I'd buy the, the Stanley. The I would buy the Stanley if I won the yeah, Powerball. Yeah. I'll tell you right now. Thank you. That's the work for you, Z. <laughs> of course. <laughs> of course. <laughs> <laughs> and then you got some great comedy coming up. Yeah. Not only Jerry Seinfeld coming up in December, but Vic DiBettitetto is hilarious. Coffee, coffee. What are you going to do with all this coffee? I love him. He, yeah. he cracks me up. I like when he does the Yankee locker room yeah. and the giant locker room. Yeah. He's a funny, funny dude. Vic's been in now probably three, four times. He came in with the bad boys of Italian comedy. Uh, he was just in, what, last year? Yeah. Uh, Tony Napoli, who was just in town today from Rochester. Tony, if you're tuned in, what's up? Uh, Vic is a big favorite in this area. He's selling well, so that's another one. That's going to be on Saturday, November 17th. Got to love that. And then Jerry's coming back. Jerry Seinfeld, December 6th. Yeah, another that's going to be. Very funny guy. I've, I've been a fan of Seinfeld for a long time. And now, I don't know, is it me or is it uh, you get on TV now and you start flipping around, you can find Seinfeld on one channel somewhere any time of the day. I watch it every night. Yeah. He's on every, every, every channel. has got him at some different time of the day mm -hmm. it's unbelievable the best supporting cast ever oh yeah perfect and right next to cheers yeah. like it's cheers for me it's seinfeld and cheers run neck and neck as far as the best television shows out there but yeah timeless Must timeless timeless yeah thursday night we didn't go out till after actually it was till after miami vice <laughs> but it was that thursday that was friday you just dated yourself <laughs> but 
and then were you a Crockett or Tubbs guy? <laughs> Crock, Sonny Crockett. <laughs> Sonny Crockett. Yeah, in the speed boats. And then uh, moving along, too, you got uh, some Christmas things happening. The Nutcracker. I can't believe we're talking about Christmas, but it's coming soon. And the Nutcracker. Nutcracker is, you know, just getting better every year. The new costumes, new backdrops, just new performers. It's just last year I sat in the audience saying, wow, I was just amazed. I felt so good for Mohawk Valley Ballet. They've been working so hard. They come in and practice that show. I mean, I'm sure they're even rehearsing already, casting it. But what, what a great tradition for the holidays. Mohawk Valley Ballet, Nutcracker, and the Stanley, they've been doing it together for years, and we're so happy to keep Do you know how many years? I don't. Off the top of your head, no? I don't. It's been a long time. Mm -hmm. But that's coming in December 1st and December 2nd. Excellent. So that's the... Excellent. It's a nice, nice. And then Charlie Brown so Christmas. Charlie Brown's in with Broadway Utica. That's on December seventh. Um, we skipped a, a Broadway show that's coming in with something rotten. Uh, November fifth and sixth. It's on a Monday and Tuesday. A little bit different. So that'll be a couple weeks away. Cool. And then Elvis is back. Elvis. We had him in last year. This is the guy that does the Legends show in Vegas, Kevin Mills. He's really good. He's really good. He's a nice guy. Too. Yeah. He's originally from Philadelphia. So he's he's a Philadelphia Eagles fan. You know, he, hey, how you doing? Hey, how you doing? <laughs> he comes in with his brother. They, his brother's got the merchandise table. Yep, yep. He's got the, the, the Philadelphia attitude. But they're a great. Uh, Kevin's a really talented singer. And last year, as... He will again this year. He's got the big band, Steve Falvo's Easy Money Big Band, backing him up. And this year, we're going to have a little Motown feature ahead of time with local singers. Last year was the Sinatra tribute, so we're going to change it up a little bit this year. But Kevin's going to do a whole different Elvis show. Last year was the uh, Aloha from Hawaii show. Yeah. And this year, it's going to be One Night with Elvis. We'll back it up with the Motown thing, though. What's happening with this? Is it local? Local singers yeah. uh, will be backed up by the B Steve Falvo's big band. Gotcha. Sing some of the classics from Motown oh, first, beautiful. then a brief intermission, then Kevin comes out to do the Elvis show. Or I should say Elvis comes out to do the Elvis show. <laughs> <laughs> busy, busy, man. There's a lot coming up. Then we get into January, uh, American Girl, uh, based on the doll. That stage show is going to be coming in in January. That's not about the Tom Petty song? She was American girl. Uh, I really thought it was about the Tom Petty song. <laughs> <laughs> Tom Petty tribute band. Yeah. All females, and they're called American girls. Let's put them together, Z. We'll put them on the road. Busy. Make sure you people go out and support the Stanley Theater and all these shows. they got a lot of great stuff doing. We're busting our butts over there to, to you, bring you entertainment, do, do people. Do people know that you helped me out over there? Because I don't know. I want to give you a big <laughs> hug. You know, no, stop it. When you're not busy with the, uh, the disruption with, network, you're over there helping me out, whether it's you know the long nights with the tech shows or coming in when we have uh, all these other functions. Z-Man is right there to help us out. He's my right-hand man. He's here, there, and he's everywhere. We got an issue. Z's on it. So we appreciate that. <laughs> I love being a You're part a of it. You're a big part of what we do over there. Well, that theater yeah. means a lot to me. You know, I'm a homeboy. I'm, yeah. I'm Utica. You, <laughs> you know, and so is the Stanley Theater. So We love having we, you over there. And too. I love being there, Doc. And thanks for having me over there. And all the great things you're doing over there. You're doing some beautiful, beautiful things. Oh, yeah. And okay. I feel like ever since you took it over, it, it really went to another level. And... You deserve everything you get, my You're friend. Just trying to utilize such a beautiful building. Make sure it's you know being used for whoever needs to use it in the community. You want to come and do an antique show? We got that in January. You want to do a riggy fest? We got that in January. You want to <laughs> come in and hang out? Oh, we met, we didn't talk about Rocky Horror Tuesday. Oh, we forgot about Rocky, Rocky Horror. Rocky Horror movie show, the picture show that's been around forever from the 70s. We still run it, and we're going to do it the night before Halloween, Tuesday night. 
of next week, and it's going to be starting with a rocktail cocktail party from 7 to 8. Larry's bringing in some of the uh, fashion show models yep. to come in, and they're going to be doing their thing up on stage. Larry's going to MC that. Larry throws a great party. He does. He really does. It's not just a fashion a, show. A energy. A, he really is. He so really we're is. we're going to do that fashion show from 7 to 8 next Tuesday, and then the movie starts at 8. And if you haven't seen it or maybe you haven't seen it in a while, you may want to come over and check it out. It's hilarious. It is uh, it is an acquired taste for sure mm -hmm. with uh, Tim Curry and the crew from Rocky Horror. Yeah. And that's going to be perfect right before Halloween. And that's going to be a $15 ticket at the Stanley. All the information is waiting for you on the website, thestanley.org, or get to the Facebook page, Stanley Center for the Arts. And you could call the box office at 315-724-4000. Yeah, again, so. buy your tickets for any of the shows at the Stanley through the box office. You won't pay the extra fees, and you won't get screwed with bad scalp tickets. Linda Hill is saying thanks for supporting the Boy Scouts. Oh, anytime we have a chance to... Help out a lot of the community fundraisers. We do what we can. We provide some tickets for raffles or try to get involved with helping out the community. Because, cool. you know, we're all in this together. Absolutely. Yeah. 100%. You're a gem, Doc. That's for sure. It has been great to chop it up. And you See, know, you should come. It up. You should come to the D and do your own show one of these days. <laughs> like one-on-one -on -one with Jerry uh, Krause or something. One-on-one. -on -one. We'll go play, shoot some hoops. We'll go shoot some hoops. <laughs> You're a great man. And make sure you guys go out there and support I, the gala tomorrow. It's going to be a great time over at the Stanley. I haven't played basketball in a long time. I used to play a little bit in high school, and uh, I played a little bit when I was in college with intramurals, and, you know, used to goof around playing some basketball. I went out the other day on a beautiful weekend. It was a Saturday or Sunday. and went to New Hartford Town Park, and I was bouncing basketball around, and I played horse with a friend, and we just uh, had a good time and you know, played a little one-on-one. -on -one. The next day, there weren't enough Advils to take care of my pain. I swear to God. <laughs> I'm like, how did we do it back then all the time, right? Mm -hmm. All the time. Softball, baseball, basketball, f football in the in the uh, schoolyard. I mean, God bless us, you know. We've, we've weathered that, and now, you know, sometimes I play around in golf and I'm hurting the next day. Don't you miss <laughs> the snowball softball, though? Oh, those We had some fun times. back in the day. Great times. <laughs> Yeah, you can't even run. You, right. but some days we're out there with shorts. It was such such a nice day. Uh -huh. You know, winters around here. Sometimes you catch a break, but then some days winds blowing. It's minus ten wind chill. We're out playing softball at twelve <laughs> north, or up at Greenman Fields, or out the lanterns. They the lanterns, right? We did a lot with snowball softball, and that was always tied in with fundraisers. Mm -hmm. Snowball softball. Oh, should bring that back. Oh my God, those were fun. We played with the orange softballs or the green softballs, so you wouldn't lose them in the snowbanks. <laughs> <laughs> the party was always after. You know, uh, yeah. Get everybody warm. And up. during too. Yeah. yeah. Drinking on base yeah. and stuff. Up in Greenman, I got pictures. We had we brought uh, got our old buddies from the Bullet and the Dolphin. We had our uh, very elaborate tap system that we brought, and everything froze. <laughs> we were so smart, we thought, and then everything froze. <laughs> uh, oh, bummer. Ruined the party. <laughs> just stuck with the cooler. <laughs> well, Doc, thanks so much for coming in, man. It's been great to chop it up thanks with you. This has been a lot of fun. Like, I, I Think about it, though. Imagine that. A little one-on-one -on -one with the Doc. <laughs> you and right. Genesee Joe can have a one-on-one -on -one or something. Genesee <laughs> Joe, my man Joe. I'll see him. He's coming to the gala. You'll see him. Speaking of Genesee Joe, he's also hosting an event for us. Oh, cool. Uh, Saturday, November 10th at Wakeley's. We're doing a comedy 
fundraiser for the Central New York Veterans Outreach Center. Awesome. It's happening Saturday, November the 10th. All the proceeds and, and what we're doing, actually, instead of a mission, if you bring in clothes or a jacket or any kind of supplies or monetary donation, we'll take a monetary donation, of course. All that's going to go to the Central New York Veterans Outreach Center. We've got some funny people performing, too. Mike Ciccone, Paul Kaluski. I can never get his name right. Cortland Cluse and Michael Alfred Pileggi, which is my producer. It's just like one of his first time... He helps me out around the studio yeah, a lot. Ciccone and Kaluski. Yeah, with, yeah, hey. a lot of <laughs> a lot of vowels going on. That's for sure. <laughs> but uh, it's one of his first times on stage, and he's kind of putting this whole thing together. So I got to give a awesome. lot of love out Good to luck. Mr. Pelleggi. He's he's been killing it. So if you bring some donations, you get in pretty much for free. So the doors open up at seven. Show starts at eight o'clock. DJ East One is also going to be there providing some music, and of course our good friend Genesee Joe from ninety two point seven FM, The Drive, which you can catch the doc Drive. on Sunday Sunday morning. In the recovery the room. Recovery room. Nine to twelve. You can check out the doc on the Drive, and then the, <laughs> the Drive's been super good to us here around the D, man. And we've it's all those songs that we grew up listening to, all those great album tracks. Which you know we started the show talking about this, and we yeah. end the show talking about usually this. how it goes. Music makes the <laughs> world go around yes, we just it proved does. it we just did one big circle right there <laughs> <laughs> sure did yes we did we always do it's, it's like, like it was flying around the earth and we just came back <laughs> one rotation one uh, orbit right <laughs> also got to give love and respect out to night volkswagen in rome Check out their showroom at 5865 Taborg Road in Rome and see why all their customers love their Nye VW. Mention Disruption Network. Mention the D and EC Radio and all the programming we have here on the D and get $250 off any vehicle purchase. Nice. So that's like pretty much shaving off the tax. Rome and see why no, all their customers how did love that happen? VW. Mention Disruption Network. Mention I don't know how D- to see the weird shit happens to me all the time like that. Yeah. <laughs> Anyways, mention Disruption Network at Nye Volkswagen in Rome and get $250 off any purchase. Check deal. out their... Right, you know, not bad. My good friend Mike Sacco hooks me up over there. In fact, we're going to be taking a car on Wednesday, and we're teaming up with Utica Coffee, and we're going to deliver coffee to all the police departments around here. Very nice. Yeah, that's going to happen on Wednesday. And Sacco was like, here, just take whatever you want. So I get to go up there and take whatever car I want. I'm like, cool. we'll put it to use and deliver some coffee. You can check out their inventory at nivdubofrome.com. And also got to give love and respect to EJA Moving Company, the professional movers. Call them today at 315-335-0516. Competitively priced moving relocation services, office moves, and complete packing and unpacking services. They work with everybody, and they make it simple and easy for you to move and relocate. Hit them up online, EJA moving.com doc one more time man thanks so much for coming in z man always a pleasure let's we'll do it again yeah, soon we'll definitely do this again because we can talk about some of these other things coming up i don't think we even hit them all but we a lot of great things coming up but thank you again and uh, hello to everybody tuned in we appreciate it we didn't even scratch the surface come on down to the stanley we'll see you at the stanley see you at the stanley, you, at the stanley. <laughs> you know what the hell you're listening to it's EC Radio. Never you mind what I'm making. You should spend some time taking a personal inventory of what you're doing for the betterment of society. Only on the D. Help the D make strides against breast cancer by donating to our Real Men Wear Pink page, main.acsevents.org backslash Utica. It's important for us as a whole to help raise awareness, education, and do our part to help fight this horrible disease. The Disruption team will be raising funds at upcoming events and all our daily programming. Please support our cause by donating a few dollars to our Real Men Wear Pink page. To learn more, visit main.acsevents.org backslash Utica or follow the donation link on our Facebook page. Help the D, save the bees, and put an end to breast cancer. Thank you for your service. You're welcome. A comedy benefit show for our veterans. 
In support of the Central New York Veterans Outreach Center, on November 10th at Wakeley, 700 Varick Street, Utica, join Disruption Network as they team up with 92.7 FM The Drive for this night of laughter. The evening will be hosted by Genesee Joe from The Drive. Performances by Mike Ciccone, Paul Kozlowski, Cortland Kluse, Mike Pelleggi, and DJ Ease One. Admission is by donation only. Please bring clothes, socks, gloves, non-perishable food items, or a small monetary donation. All donations will go to the Central New York Veterans Outreach Center. Saturday, November 10th at Wakeley's on Varick Street. Doors open at 7 p.m. Show starts at 8 p.m. Thank you for your services. Sponsored by the D, 92.7 FM, The Drive, Polly's Barbershop, Nye Volkswagen of Rome, Frank's Guns, and Central New York Seal Coating and Concrete. So you just bought your dream home, and now it's time to move. Let's face it, nobody likes to move. All the packing, unpacking, lifting, upstairs, downstairs, and broken everything, including your back. Let the professionals at EJA Moving Company take all the stress and pain out of your move. Competitively priced moving, relocation services, office moves, and complete packing and unpacking services. They work with everybody to make it simple and easy for you to move and relocate. Call EJA Moving Company at 315-335-0516. When it's time to relocate, have EJA Moving do all the work for you. Hit them up online, ejamoving.com. Hey, Disruption Network. This is Mike Sacco, the general manager at Nye Volkswagen of Rome. If you don't know me by name, it's only because you have not received the best deal. There's only one reason to leave Utica, and that's to come see me in Rome and get the best deal on your next new, pre-owned, or certified VW. Mention that you heard this ad from Disruption Network and receive $250 off your next vehicle purchase. You'll know why our customers say, I love my Nye VW. Come see us at 5865 Rome Taberg Road in Rome or visit us online at nivwofrome.com. The Property Sisters of the Mohawk Valley was born when three top producing agents with over 25 years of combined experience selling real estate joined forces to take real estate to the next level. We practice with honesty, integrity, and the knowledge to help make the buying and selling process easy and stress-free for all of our clients. We pledge to always make our clients our top priority from start to finish and even after the house is closed. We will always be a valued resource for information and assistance for our buyers and sellers. Our customers over the years have become not only past clients, but great friends. As we join hands together as the Property Sisters of the Mohawk Valley, we look forward to serving our clients and our community and making a positive difference. You can reach us at 315-601-9630 for all of your real estate needs. The Disruption Network is making moves. For upcoming events, news, interviews, and new daily programming, keep in the loop with us at disruptionnetwork.net. Like, follow, and subscribe to all our social media. And check out all our podcasts on iTunes, Google Play, Stitcher, and Spotify. Get up on the D, disruptionnetwork.net. Only on the D!